We go inside Indiana business. Gary Dick joins us. Me, I'm Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, Gary Dick, inside indianabusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. But I, I, there's stuff to get into. You know, you usually send me, hey, Tony, this is happening, that's happening. Like, Ooh, that's interesting. We could talk about this, that, or, or the other. But I got to start with, you know, the the 800-pound gorilla in, in, in the room here, uh, which is where were you when you heard that MS was selling the stations to Urban One, and what has been the uh, take on the street uh, about uh, this this deal? WIBC, B1057, Hank FM, and uh, the fan, the sports station, going to Urban One. They're divesting a couple of, of radio properties to make this happen. What's been, what was your reaction? What's been the take? Well, a lot of buzz. Uh, I think uh, n- a number of things, and one among them, um, and one thing I saw, too, was, was the end of an era. Uh, if you look in terms of, of, of the ownership, Jeff Smolian's uh, legacy, what he built uh, with Amos, which uh, uh, was a tremendous company, uh, respected uh, in uh, not only locally but, uh, but nationally and in the, in the industry as well. So uh, long-time stations um, under new ownership uh, will be a new day with with Urban One, which by all indications is a really strong national operator uh, and uh, obviously a local presence as well. So uh, we'll be interested to see how things play out. But I think uh, the, the overriding thing for me was was just the, uh, the the growth, the evolution of MS, and now obviously divesting and getting out of the essentially getting out of the radio business. Uh, yes. Essentially, getting out of the radio business, indeed. Let's move it over to something that we discussed last week, which is about a drop in the number of high school graduates in Indiana going yeah. to college. You have it here as 53% um, going to further their education in 2022, a 6% drop. But talk to me about what this means for the universities and what this means for the workforce. Does it have to be college? In order to get join the, the the workforce in Indiana, no, and, and these numbers reflect not only traditional four year uh, colleges and universities, but also um, uh, two year associate degrees and training. It's, it's basically education beyond uh, high school, and and a number of things were eye opening in this uh, report, Tony. One, uh, a drop, they say, of six points from the previous year. Uh, a lot of that perhaps uh, pandemic related, but but if you look at the longer term picture over the course of five years, it's down 12%, down double digits. And that has uh, sounded the alarm, really, in the business community. As Indiana looks to attract some of these big economic development deals we talk about a lot, one of the key factors in that whole process is having a pipeline of talent uh, to supply these companies, uh, and not just the, the new projects, but existing companies as they look to grow. Where are you going to find the people? Where are you going to find the talent? And if you look at the college-going rate, uh, dropping precipitously, uh, that's a real concern. So we had Chris Lowry, the uh, the new uh, commissioner for higher education on the show this weekend, uh, and he said they're going to be aggressive. They're going to try to be aggressive. This is something that needs to have a sense of urgency uh, around it to, to make up for that loss and then go, go beyond that. So um, a, an eye-opener, and I think it's reflective of, and you and I talked about this as well, Dave Ricks, the CEO at, uh, at Lilly, who had those comments to the uh, the Economic Club of Indiana and on our show uh, several weeks ago, uh, talking about his concern uh, about uh, having a trained workforce and having uh, folks in the pipeline. Uh, so I think you'll be hearing a little bit more uh, about this. How does this play in 
connection to Mary Barra, um, the uh, the CEO of General Motors, who recently um, they came out to say that they are getting rid of certain four-year degree requirements, and they're saying that they're doing so under the guise of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, I'm not asking you about the politics of that move, but rather the idea of they're going to eliminate the need for a college degree to be working at General Motors outside of in the plants. You didn't necessarily need a degree to work in the plants. Now they're removing this as something about working, you know, within within the uh, the offices and, the, and other facilities that General Motors uh, may, may have. If if a company like this, one of the big three, is making this kind of statement, isn't that a signal to uh, the 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 future employees that the college degree, that investment, isn't necessary? Isn't General Motors fighting Indiana in in a weird way here? You know, interesting, and, and other CEOs and other companies are, are at least exploring this whole idea that the traditional four-year degree perhaps is not a, a necessity. On the flip side, you, you look at the numbers, you look at the data, and, and that, that clearly show the value over time of a four-year college degree. Uh, the, the numbers are, are, are pretty uh, are pretty clear there. I, I think that's one of the factors, though, frankly, that has has impacted these numbers, the drop in the number of, of high school graduates going on to college uh, in Indiana. And that's a question, a question of the value proposition with the cost of a college education continuing to go up at most uh, institutions. Is it really worth it? Is, is that bottom line uh, worth there for the money you spend to come out? You're in debt. Uh, you have to pay that uh, pay that back is is that really worth uh the price you pay to go to college so an interesting debate and i think it's going to be going to be front and center here uh in the coming uh the coming months certainly here in indiana but but back to your point about gm and some of these other companies they are looking and, and taking a real look at at the requirements uh from an academic standpoint uh are, are we missing out uh, as a company on getting some really quality people who may not have the, uh, the traditional pedigree uh, from an academic uh, uh, you know, standpoint. Which is, I, I would argue, a fine way to look at things. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com on Twitter at IIB. And I think that as a state, the, the more we're having this conversation, the better we will be and the further ahead we will be of other states. But you see how the universities are responding. We know Purdue, under Mitch Daniels, who is now outgoing uh, Purdue president Mitch uh, Daniels. Uh, they have a new dean, uh, one of their deans coming in uh, as, as president starting in January of 2023. But he has held tuition firm, frozen tuition, for the decade that he's been there. Ball State University, you guys have the story approving a freeze on room and board and parking fees for the second consecutive year. This is all about the competition, isn't it? No, no question about it. No, no, there's absolutely no question. It's about the competition uh, for students uh, and for that matter for faculty, but to get, to get students there and, and, and students and parents, families looking, they've always looked at cost when it comes to education, no question about it. But, but these days, and obviously, in this inflationary environment that we're in now, it's it's even more uh, in the spotlight. But that cost factor, and the other thing is perception, uh, Tony, because I I think from the 
higher education commission standpoint, they really feel there's a perception problem that you hear these stories at these universities of a, uh, a young uh, person getting a college degree and uh, whatever, sociology and coming out with $100,000 in debt and serving coffee at a Starbucks. They feel that that is not not a typical scenario here in Indiana, but that's the that's the seed that has been planted and is perhaps impacting some of these decisions when it comes to college and higher education and those types of things. But it, it, the, the other piece is, and to your point earlier, it really needs to be an all of the above approach, I think, is what uh, what I'm hearing that, yes, it's the four year institutions, it's the two year colleges the community colleges, it's the training and the stackable uh, uh, certifications and those types of things, right. all of those things uh, add up to uh, to uh, build uh, a quality talent pipeline. And people have been screaming about this for a while, and, and hopefully numbers like this and a story like this will, will make it uh, hit home that Indiana's got to beef up that talent pipeline or the economy uh, going forward, the, the, uh, the really the vitality of the economy is at risk. The certification conversation is is the biggest one out there, and I think you know you saw that from Purdue when they started Purdue Global uh, in, mm-hmm. in in trying to create more of those those online uh, opportunities. Um, th- this is this is the conversation, and I'm glad we're having it. I'll we'll we'll keep up with it uh, as uh, the weeks progress. That's Gary Dick inside Indiana Business.